Howdy and welcome to the 10 Week Bible Study. This is week seven, day two of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Colossians 1, 9 through 14. Welcome back to the 10 Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with a knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. to will be reading today from the NIV. This is Colossians 1, starting in verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. So pausing right there, Paul again is saying, hey, we've heard about you. Paul has not visited here, but he, he knows these guys and he's heard or he's heard about them. And so he is starting off right off the bat, encouraging them. He's like, hey, we've we've heard about you. We pray for you all the time. We're asking that the Lord, you know, gives you wisdom. Uh, I feel like, you know, the the prayer that I try to pray every time we start this is 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 coming a little bit from this, right? Is you know, we we want the the knowledge and understanding that the Holy Spirit gives through His Word. <clears throat> and so that's the thing that that I feel like I continually ask for for myself and for everyone that watches or listens this broadcast. Paul is going to be very encouraging in this letter. In Galatians, he's very curt and to the point. He's irritated at times at what's going on. The book of Colossians has actually a very similar message to the book of Galatians. You're going to, studying Galatians and Colossians together, you're going to hear a lot of the same messages, but Paul doesn't really have the personal experience with the, the, the Colossians that he did the Galatians. And so this is going to be a much more softened and toned down letter, encouraging them to continue on with the Lord and watch out for this stuff that he knows is in the region, right? So this... Judaizing thing where people are coming and trying to convince them that you have to convert to Judaism and not only convert to Judaism, but you actually have to go one step further and you have to actually live a version of Judaism that is actually heretical to begin with. Uh, They want them to do that. And that message is spreading all throughout this region of central Turkey. So you've got the Galatians, you've got the you know area around the Colossian, the Colossae, and and you've you've got uh, Laodicea. We're going to find out later. Later, all of these things are in the same area, and Paul is speaking to this because he knows that this teaching is making the rounds and. Uh, People are believing it. And so that's really where we're going with this. Again, it's going to sound very similar to Galatians, but not quite as angry at times, not quite as irritated. And so I think you'll see the difference between when Paul knew the people he was speaking to and when he doesn't necessarily know them personally. He's not going to feel the liberty to be quite as bold and as is brash with them as he was in the book of Galatians. All right, with that, let's continue on verse 11. 
being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. I want to pause right there. This is Paul praying for them. This is Paul, it's, it's not actually Paul praying for them. It's Paul expressing what his prayers for them have been. And this is a really cool thing, actually. There's there's um, a number of people, you can go online, you can find this. Uh, people throughout, uh, for a long time, have called some of these prayers, some version of this, it goes by many different names. I kind of like the name apostolic prayers. It's a, a prayer being prayed by an apostle or apostolically, you know, someone who is sent out with authority to pray over them. It's, it's a, this, this apostolic prayer for them. And it's a, it's the explanation of prayers that Paul has, has prayed for them, or it's the, you know, him retelling the kinds of prayers that he's prayed for them. And these are, if you are interested in growing in your prayer life, these are really good places to start. If you want to know the Lord more and grow in your prayer life and engage with him while praying to him, praying for other people to him, um, these are really good places to start. Ask the Lord for these kinds of things over your life and over others' lives, right? So, Lord, I want to be strengthened with all power. Let me go to this right here. This is verse 11. Lord, I want to be strengthened with all power according to your glorious might so that I may have great endurance and patience. You see, you can turn these things onto yourself. You can pray them, Lord, I want I want my church, I want my family to have uh, be strengthened with all power and, and to have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father. Those are the kinds of things that you can use these prayers for in your own personal life. And again, they're prayers right there in the Bible so they're good prayers to start with. All right, with that, let's continue on. Verse 13. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So this is the why he's praying those prayers, right? He's praying these prayers over them. And again, this is not him actually praying. This is him explaining the prayers that he prays. And now he's finishing off saying, and we're doing this because, right, <clears throat> the Lord has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. And so now you have this inheritance in all the holy people in the kingdom of light. We can have all of these things. And so that's why we're praying these things for you. Again, he's explaining a little bit about why he's praying these things and, and that he actually is praying them. How cool must it have been to be one of the Colossians to hear that Paul is actively praying for you? Now, <clears throat> I don't want to make Paul into some kind of like super apostle. Many people often take the fact <clears throat> that much of the New Testament was written by Paul, and so he must have been the greatest Christian that existed on planet Earth at the time. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think Paul would have said that. He wouldn't have allowed anyone to say that over him. <clears throat> And it's, it's not really true. It's, it's a bit of a confirmation bias that we have because we have more of his collected works than any of the other apostles, anybody else from the first century. <clears throat> it's, it's just that he's the most prolific writer, the most, maybe not even the most prolific traveler of his day, the Christian traveler. There might've been other people, but we don't know because we don't have their writings, we don't have their stories as recorded by Luke in the book of Acts. And so... 
we don't want to, you know, presuppose that Paul is this super apostle, but we also do know that he was very well respected by all of these people. And so for the Colossians to be receiving this information from Paul, someone they haven't directly met, or most of them, maybe some of them have traveled and have met Paul along the way, but most of them certainly haven't met Paul. So this is a really cool piece of encouragement from a guy that, again, even though he's not maybe the super apostle that people make him out to be today, he was a very well-respected and an important person in the church at the time. So great encouragement. Imagine your greatest spiritual hero writing you a letter and saying things like this, like what Paul's just said. It'd be a huge uh, confidence boost. It'd just be really cool. And that's the thing that's going on here with the Colossians. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.